This is baby boy Brian Babylon, and I never listen to none taken. Hey, things on. Her cat was named Vagina. All right, we're doing a show then. <laughs> uh, like Donkey Kong. Yeah, oh yeah, like Michelle Kwan. Ah, oh, yes, that too. Uh, I guess I can play a clip to start the show. Oh, let's do that. Um, okay, I, can you answer is, are eggs poultry or dairy? Oh, uh, poultry, I would right? say poultry, yes. Yeah, but they sell them in the cooler with the milk. I guess that's just to keep them cold, right? Just to keep them cold. Yeah, they're not, definitely not dairy. Are you sure? It feels like they're yeah. dairy. No, they're you, not dairy. You sure? I'm pr- pretty sure. I think they keep them in the dairy section, though. They don't keep them with the chicken. That seems like similar temperatures. Why don't they just put them next to the chicken? Oh, they probably don't want them to like see their families. And stuff. <laughs> right, well, It'd be traumatic. Got to the bottom of that one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This this clip's got sent in so many times over the last couple of weeks. Like I, it's one of those things where I have to play it. Uh, okay. It's been living in our potential show opens. Um, so it's a guy walking up to his car, and there's a guy uh, in a uh, meter maid costume, and it's a prank. Don't worry, it's just a prank, America. Just a prank. Your car? No. Uh, so it's actually gay parking only. I don't know if you saw the sign. Are you um, are you gay? Nope. Okay, so I'm gonna have to write you a ticket. You could, you'll be able to pay it um, right down here at the website. Um, it'll be a thousand dollars. I can help you out if you just um, like if I'll pretend the conversation we had never happened. If you just I ask you again, you tell me you're gay. I'll oh just, yeah, I'm I'll totally gay. Okay, could you could you just give me a gay voice so I know for sure because they my boss has me on audio connected to okay. everything. Yeah, I don't know what's the matter with you. Get, trying to give me this ticket. Okay. Sorry, it's okay. You're, okay, you're gay. I'm sorry about that, sir. Yeah. yeah, you have a good one. You have a good one. Don't let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? That was a bad voice, right? Like, that wasn't, that even, was bad. That wasn't even convincing. Are you recording? No. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. To the Friday Headlines Roundup edition of Not Taken. Been a few weeks. Every week, my good friend Alan wrangles up the headlines, brings them to me on a sheet. I say, I've never seen this before, but I'll talk them at you. Because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day, and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. For your antidote to mainstream media. Ah. Uh, Goddamn, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's effing Friday. I'm uh, I'm gonna be traveling. I'll be in San Diego. A big, big day. By the time you hear this, wink. Huh? If you know, you know. Huh? Oh. So another Friday is upon us. What'll you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, light-hearted, fancy-free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> 
exactly, sir. <laughs> exactly. Free parking, free parking. Head on over to uh, None Taken Pod on Patreon. Hold on, I got a tab open here, Alan. Uh, what do we call it? None Taken Pod, yeah. You can find None Taken Podcast. It's uh, patreon.com slash none taken pod. That's how you find us. You'll know the logos when you get there. Uh, we got multiple tiers to choose from. If you just kind of want to support the show and give a basic amount over, it's right there. There's a $3 entry. Uh, you get a little bit more at $9. You get, uh, if you just want to be lighthearted, fancy free, we got a $19 level just because you love us so hard. And we appreciate that. It means a lot to us. Oh, yeah. Um, appreciate the people that have signed up already. I've already been called out for saying people's government names on the podcast. So <laughs> I uh, will no longer be announcing that in that manner. I'll come up with a different way to do it. Don't forget, uh, if you are willing to drive to Madison, Tennessee, I will wash your car once, once a year, once or twice. Wearing some sexy attire. Now, that's subjective, but yes. yes. <laughs> uh, we've forgotten a few things. The Patreon will have links to all our other things, and honestly, you know, if you want to buy like our shirts and stuff, that's at edipalarrainments.com. Um, but that, I think eventually we'll use that to redirect to like a show website uh, because Ryan keeps saying, I can't SEO for you if you don't have a fucking website. I'm like, but I have a link tree. He's like, that's, I can't, like, I can't <laughs> SEO for an idiot. I just let me know when you're ready, basically. He says it more politely. By the way, if you want to get that kid glove treatment um, or you know, white, white glove treatment, <laughs> head on over to slickitsdigital.com for all your SEO and marketing needs if you're willing to do the first parts first, which we are just dragging our feet to. We'll do everything we can to not be successful in this game. We had a website once. It's fine. We did. Yeah, we didn't renew it. <laughs> Oh, uh, hell yeah. yeah. What is up? Uh, what is up, everybody? Another Friday is upon us. Alan, <laughs> what is up? Hell yeah. yeah. What is up? Another Friday is upon us. We are here. We made it to the weekend. Um, I know you're going out to have some fun down in San Diego, and I am going out to have some fun down in uh, Central Coast, I guess, yeah, uh, Grover Beach okay. with uh, OBD. It's going to be a good time. Our buddy Drew. Yeah, yeah he did something to, to make me upset, so I stopped calling him that. He's just your buddy Drew again. <laughs> I think he just like posted something in the group chat. Oh yeah, that we had talked show. about on the show, and I said he was dead yeah. to me. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. Well, shall we get into these headlines? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right, I'll take the first okay. one. Okay. Uh, the Supreme Court agreed to hear two cases over the constitutionality of laws that limit social media content moderation. Huh. Those the are Florida words in order. The Florida and Texas laws aimed to prohibit platforms from censoring users based on political views. So these are uh, laws put into place by uh, Governors Abbott and DeSantis, the uh, part of their anti-woke um, deal over there. Um, essentially, they want to limit social media platforms' ability to um, remove people for saying things. Uh, they believe that, that conservatives are unfairly targeted on social media platforms for views that they express. Now, I mean, the interesting thing about this is that what they're asking the courts to do is to say that private companies cannot enforce their own terms of service on their own platforms, which is pretty wait, wild. Wait, 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 wait. Has this just slid, slid under the, the radar? Like, I, I got to be honest. People are going to watch the video. I was scrolling through the sheet, double-checking my asking <laughs> questions. I was like, whatever, blah, blah, cases, mm, wine, blood. Uh, what? What? Yeah. Wait, you're so, saying but- terms of service, TOS can be considered unconstitutional 
that well what they're saying is that these platforms are unfairly targeting conservative viewpoints on social media that sucks you know it'd be a good way of going after this saying hey people don't have time to read this and you change it and people need your platform so a tos like that to me i don't like i would still think that would be a losing argument but that's an argument but there's like they don't like the things i like right now right now <laughs> they don't think the things i like right now at another time it might be different but they don't like the things i like wow. and the thing is that None of the content that's been taken down or people have been demonetized has been about uh, necessarily conservative views. Yeah, they are conservative views, but None. typically they're in, they're like calls to violence, oh, um, I see. things like that. So which, they are conservative people in the lawsuit. That's not arguable. Right. But the reasons that they've been taken down is because it's been interpreted as calls to violence. Right. Yeah. Now, there has been some I know, like on YouTube, there's been some demonetization of channels that people feel is unfair around the COVID stuff, around whether or not, you know, and that's, that's part of what this thing. is. Oh, OK. The horse stuff. Yeah. And part of, you know, saying the vaccines are killing millions of people, all that kind of thing. Um, so oh, wait, I, how I mean, are we still here? We made it through the uh, it's October 4th. Uh, right. As they promised sometime, sometime between 12 and 2 p.m., uh, the uh, emergency broadcast sent out a test today. Yeah, 220. Yeah, 220, and exactly. I, I got it, and I started feeling... <laughs> I tried to do a Russian accent, and I forgot in the middle of it, and I just went German Something and more German, stopped yeah. it. I know, I know. I can't help it. My last name's Hare. What can I say? Uh, yeah, so I think it, it, the Supreme that, Court... Stop it! That whole nonsense, that and all that craziness, that all those people got all that clout for. They, you know, oh, guess what? Somebody found out they were going to do a test, and just... Okay, I'll, this should have been how we opened the show. I apologize. Can, right. Why don't you tell me more? Do you want to talk about the Supreme Court, or can I finish my interruption? Remember when Vivek said, finish. excuse me, you're, you're talking while I'm interrupting? Finish. finish. I, right. I should have isolated him saying, you're talking while, I, while I'm interrupting. Um... <laughs> Well, this, goddamn, this 100% should have been uh, this week's show open. But um, so Ariel sent me uh, what would have been a wackadoo of the week, but she's not on our recording schedule, apparently. Um, so here's, here's a response to what happened, what, what happened today with the test of the emergency broadcast system. Don't, like literally it went from, it would broadcast on your TV and say, this is only a test. And it would give you a little anxiety when you'd first hear it because it would go, eh. Uh, uh. This is only if it were an emergency. Head to blah blah blah. Right? Remember that? Were you not aware this test was coming, Alan? I don't know who the <laughs> fuck you're talking to. We did a segment on the show about this. Our wackadoo. Wait, the just the way you're week. talking about it sounds like you weren't aware. I don't what know. I? How can I it sound like that? Like the, you're, you're derailing me with a silly question. I didn't forget the segment we did last week where the okay, guy good, good. said that, sure that it was going. But okay. don't you remember that they were saying that it was going to like activate the five G signal and it was going to turn all your oh, vaccine particles yeah, yeah, yeah. into yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So actually, that that first one that was going around was I've been told to tell you about this. I think you were the one, right? Okay, I remember the Oh, who did you forget? About, you didn't know about this, Dustin? <laughs> Dick. Genuinely mad at you because you're like, you know how hard it is to keep my train of thought. Do you understand how much ADD I got going on? I cut you off for this, and then you interrupt with that. How's that for? This is why it's fun. Is it a fucking barrel of monkeys in here? Um, (laughs) All right, so. So you remember that from last week, but don't you remember remember. what I was saying before? Is you remember when you were a kid and you'd be watching like Golden Girls and they'd come on and be like, "Ah, 
yeah, this is a test of the emergency broadcast yeah. system. Like that was a thing. And now mm-hmm. that we all have cell phones, they don't do it at our home where we might be watching TV. They do it in our pockets where we are. And they warned that they would be doing this test. I don't know. Like I wouldn't say, hey, let's go on our podcast and say there is a 1000% chance that the government is perfectly on the up and up and there was nothing suspicious about that. However, when the initial uh, announcement of this is a guy being like, I've been told to tell you about this, and you might want to turn your phones off so you don't get it, which wouldn't have worked. Your broadcast would have come back on whenever you turn your phone on because they want you to get sure. those things. Um, but their point was, in the initial one, nothing. Just suspicion, let you fill in the void, right? I'll ask a question. It doesn't have to actually make a truth claim. I can just be suspicious, and I'll allow you to carry the football for me, right? That's the new lane on all these like anti-skeptical thinking, just bad-brained theories, right? Right. Okay. Just so, asking a question. I'm yeah, gonna... and I'll create an empty space, and I'll let you run with it. So, right. and, and then other people tag onto that, and that's how they build all that shit up, right? Yep. So yep. this is the people that tagged onto that and filled in the space that that first guy said, I've been told to inform you to turn your phones off, okay? Got it. So this is Military people... attorney Todd Callender is an expert in international law and morbidity mortality law. He's been filing lawsuits and blowing the whistle on the enemy ever since they made the shots mandatory. These lawsuits have led to his research team amassing thousands of whistleblowers that point to a planned Marburg epidemic already paid for by taxpayer dollars in the recent PrEP Act. So they picked Marburg because your first thought was, what the fuck is Marburg, right? Exactly what my first thought was. Todd Callender said that inside the lipid nanoparticles, Ah, there are sealed pathogens, including... What's fun about this is it involves two conspiracies that are... They already exist in your brain because they've been around long enough that you know about them, whether you believe them or not. Lipid, The lipid particles, you know about that because we lived through the pandemic. And I think I added it as a a just asking question, like within the last six months. I haven't heard anybody talk about 5G in a long time, right? Yeah, it's kind of falling off the radar. E. coli, Marburg and Ebola, and that different pathogens can be released by different frequencies pulsed through the 5G network. Inside of these shots that people already received, inside the lipid nanoparticles, the hydrogel, there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened. Those pathogens are chimeric. They include E. coli, Marburg, Ebola, Staphylococcus, and Brewer's yeast. If you go back into the early days of the pandemic, everybody said that the virus isn't a normal virus. It's chimeric. It's one of the people's favorite words. And if you go back to Mission Impossible 2, the virus was a chimera chimera virus. Just, (laughs) Just saying. I'm just saying. Amongst others, we know that upon the broadcast from the 5G system that is now employed across the United States and the world for that matter, um, when they broadcast an 18 gigahertz signal. I'm I'm, going to stop because here's the fucking deal. They don't need to do a test of the emergency broadcast system to send a signal that can damage you at these frequencies, if any of that was real, by the way, right? <laughs> That's true. Right? Yes. And, and, and perhaps it is. Perhaps it is. But the 5G capability exists at the towers. Your phone receives something that goes out into the air all around you. Like, the, you don't have to have your phone on for that to interact your phone doesn't receive that message and go text message and the text message part of it is what hurts you it's them (laughs) having the capability to broadcast on that signal so if the signal was the thing that would already be the thing it wouldn't be have anything to do with the test of this like do do you yes so in other words it doesn't matter if you turn if if what the guy was saying was real it didn't matter if you turned your phone off like let's let's give them let's give them that and if yeah 
Yeah, the 5G signal is already bouncing around. Is going to activate your fucking lipids or whatever it is. Yes. No matter, regardless of whether or not you have a fucking. Phone. There was all kinds of shit about alien tuning forks. I don't even fucking oh, know. Geez. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, thank God we made. So the Marburg virus is from uh, Equatorial Guinea. I guess there was an outbreak. That seems I, like. Uh, a, yeah. So sure. somewhere on the fine. somewhere on the Earth's equator, there are people that look like Italians. <laughs> sure. You're gonna leave me hanging. You're gonna leave me hanging. That's fine. You should. Do you remember what you were saying about this case that made me think about that? What? I interrupted you a long time ago. You're really good at remembering. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. All right. (laughs) Sorry. You apologized to me for that. (laughs) Well, because I've lost my train of thought. Uh, So, Supreme Court has the option to choose which cases they take and which cases they don't. Um, And the Supreme Court. It is a superpower. How do you do this? How do you come back to like your exact spot in the sentence? No, that's why we are such good friends like (laughs) natasha tolerates this she's Uh the best person i've ever met that's like you know we're compatible in like that way you know right right you know what i mean right i I understand uh but like you know as a best buddy man this is fucking the best thing i could ever ask for in a friend (laughs) right right on right on so the they have expressed interest previously some of the, the justices in looking at this type of case law um, and obviously the fact that they accepted this case, I believe four out of the nine have to sign off on accepting a case. So at least four of the justices want to hear this case. I don't know how the Supreme Court rules. I don't understand how they can legally say a private company can't abide by its own TOS if the TOS doesn't violate any other. They figured like, out a way to say that your health privacy doesn't fucking matter. Well, I mean, so unless the TOS violates some protected characteristic, I don't see how they can say that it, you know that they can't enforce it. So I, I'm very curious to see where this goes. Right, because um, the First Amendment is the government shall make no Congress shall make no laws. So correct, like it isn't a law. It's if you want to use our thing, right, right, right. Okay. And so the only there is an that argument would be, to that, right? Like there is an argument to that that people that are smart enough than us that's that's how you say it uh but have a differing opinion than us make, and I don't hear it enough because it's just not front of mind to me. It's cut and dry. Yeah, that's right. And but so the only exception to that would be is if it violated a protected characteristic, you right? Know, age, sex, right? Uh, ethnic origin, you know, uh, sexual orientation, whatever. Um, any of those protected characteristics, if you violate those in the process of say banning an account or demonetizing it, then yeah. That but as long as that. we're talking about stereotypes, the people that are getting banned are the people that are making statements that <laughs> may be offensive to those parties. Right. Like, sure, okay, sure, okay. sure. It's, but, it's the circle of life, you yeah, know, I don't know. No, I don't understand. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay. I was about to hold a lion up a cliff, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Melton John. This one. Yeah, Kaiser. 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 Kaiser Permanente workers started picketing today in several states. Did the president show up? He did not yet. Not yet. Perhaps. Uh, the strike Sorry. is expected to include 75,000 workers and to be the largest healthcare walkout in U.S. history. Hospitals and emergency rooms will ma- remain open. Didn't you tell me you had a doctor's appointment coming up? <laughs> yeah, uh, next Wednesday. Fuck so, man. So, and it, I happen to have Kaiser now. Oh, no. People die at Kaiser. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. So they the the union claims that the Kaiser they've been they've been starting negotiating Dirk their Kaiser. new contract, ah. and they claim that the the company hasn't been negotiated in good faith, and so they have to do this. Um, yeah, Kaiser's massive out here in yeah, California as yeah. far as medical institution. It is. Um, they also so Kaiser Steel. Too. Kaiser Steel is a big plant out in um, 
uh, like like Fontana area, like uh, east of Rancho Cucamonga in the mm-hmm. Empire. Their Kaiser Steel is it's the same company. I think it started it's as a so steel weird. company, and they, yeah, yeah, uh, that's where they filmed um, Terminator and Terminator Two. A couple of scenes there. Oh, sorry, I think I've talked about that on the show. I think you mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah very so. cool. Sorry, sorry, cool. sorry. No, um, no yeah, I don't. Um, what 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 is it that they're asking for? I mean, the usual stuff. They you know they want you know better pay, better working conditions, more time off, etc. Um, and and so what, they claim have to hire more healthcare workers. Also, that yeah, uh, they claim they're understaffed and overworked, which okay. is probably true. If you gave um, them better staff and only slight raises, do you think that would be a better quality of life for a lot of them to settle on? I would assume so. I mean, I, I, I don't so work in the industry, obviously, but I would assume that. That's I mean, kind of I've the thing. People... Like, once you get like your needs satisfied, once you get above that, like seventy k. I mean, Maslow's. That was, yeah. that was yeah, that was like a number like in before all this. That was inflation. a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but once you get above a certain number, you're like, okay, I can at least fucking breathe for the first time in twenty years. Right. Like after I left my parents' house, which I mean, thank God I had the security in my parents' house to not feel that right. thin. I suppose, I and mean, a lot of people had it worse. I don't mean to complain, uh, but I mean, good God. Like until like right before we bought the house, I think I was like, what, we're talking twenty years or so of just I don't know I don't know how I can I don't <laughs> right. know how, just yeah. scraping by yeah yeah but once yeah, you get past I mean, that level, you... you start making concessions that are more like well I want to yeah. live the way I want to live right yeah you start and, and to I, worry about other quality of life uh, I would concerns assume, other than just you know feeding yourself and putting a roof over I would head. assume a lot of healthcare workers are at least on the borderline of that level don't you I would imagine so I would hope yes. so. If yeah, not, definitely. then you deserve a lot more of the raises you're asking for. But I mean, if, if you talk, I, I've known people that worked in that industry, and it's like industry standard practice to work, you know, like oh, yeah. four, 12 or 15 hour shifts straight oh, and then yeah. take three days off or shit like that. That's just like average normal. Right. That's what they do. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. And, and like I complain about being on call. I mean, they're on call. They've got to be in a room oh. in the hospital. And maybe if you're lucky, sleeping and being woken up, right? Like, right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yep. yep. Um, well, which one wins the Supreme court on terms of service or the Kaiser walkout? I think the, the Supreme court one's more interesting. Was it just TOS or was there another thing or was the TOS kind of an in general part that I locked in on? TOS is sort of an in general part that they locked in. Okay. That you locked so in, in general, I, it was what? Is that they're claiming that the laws passed in Florida and Texas are unconstitutional. The laws requiring, uh, social media platforms oh. to, to not, um, take action against people who post political viewpoints that they find offensive, I guess. I don't like the laws that were passed. I don't either. So, and they're, they're saying those laws are unconstitutional. That's what the Supreme Court is going to hear. And it's a conservative court. That's interesting. Wait, yeah. I'm going to understand how I feel about this. I feel like the, all the signals from the court tell me I shouldn't like what they're doing. What does this mean? You know what? Here's the thing is it is a conservative court and they've certainly made some decisions that are terrible. Um, and you probably could have forecast that they might make those decisions. They've also made decisions that I don't think you could have necessarily forecast. I don't think that every, uh, every case that they take necessarily comes down to a political side or, or other. And I'm actually really interested to see what their take on this is. I'm really interested to read the opinions I have no idea where they're going to come down. I think a lot of it's going to be interesting. I think a lot of the proof of that is the way they treated the former president that appointed three of them. 
Right. I agree. When they're just like, look, man, like you, you can't be this blatant. Like, you know, you right. can, <laughs> you can like work this shit into here and we'll get your big things every once in a while. But like, we're not just going to bend over backwards for it. Like, yeah. yeah, they've made a lot of common sense decisions that, uh, not enough, not but, enough, but they've but, had a few uh, those, do you I remember mean, when still... Roberts first got in there and like what, 2005 and we we're like, Oh shit, yeah. the chief, the, you know, the chief justice is going to be a Bush appointee. And then he right. turned out, I mean, look who he is now in terms of people's opinion of him at the right. end of the day, they're still judging. Uh, I mean, except for that chick that's like 30. Also, Clarence Thomas. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that guy too, yeah. Okay, so Scrotus wins. We go Scrotus. Scrotus. Okay. Yep. Uh, your turn, Hunty Biden. Right. Hunter Biden pleaded not guilty. I, I like saying pled. Dude, better, I but... notice it every time on podcasts, but all of the smart people say pleaded. Pleaded, I know. Uh, pleaded not guilty. Sounds like to pants, plead. right? Pants? Yeah, pleaded pants. Oh, I know it's spelled. Pants, yes. I'm aware of the difference in spelling. <laughs> There's a T. You spell one um, wrong, so I'm not listening to this shit. <laughs> uh, not guilty of three federal firearms charges for lying about drug use during a 2018 gun purchase. After a related plea deal fell apart in July, his legal team is now moving to have the case dismissed. They say that um, they already negotiated that plea deal in good faith and they were offered um, uh, the ability to have immunity going forward and now that's being taken away from them i I don't know i I feel like again this is kind of a a molehill made into a mountain this is not a really big charge um it's not a smoking gun pun not intended Uh, um yeah but they're smoking and that you know what i think that'll be (laughs) real easy to make a cover out of i can get a crack pipe put a little chore boy in it and have a hammer yeah there there we go there we go uh yeah i I don't know i'm curious to see how this turns out as well you know a lot of times with cases high profile cases especially we kind of going into we have like a kind of a hunch as to how things are going to go you know sure yeah i don't know that i feel that way with this at all agree i i also think though you know when you talk about it not having any substance to it it doesn't change the fact that Having this proceed creates a scenario where the president of the United States, who is the judicial branch falls, sorry, the Justice Department falls under the executive executive branch. branch. So basically people whose ultimate boss is Joe Biden Mm -hmm. are, they have a case against the president's son. Or conversely, the president's son is trying to win a case against his dad's employers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is this. This is a special prosecutor that's bringing the the case forward. Um, Former so DA to, turned into special prosecutor, right? Yeah. So okay. he's supposed to be independent of the Justice Department and sort of hands off from the DOJ. Um, and by all reports, that has been yeah. the case. Yeah, he's he's actually seems somewhat hard to read in the sense that like I'm not telegraphing what my bias. Very is much so. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. You Which, want that? I, I think, think it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. I mean, I ultimately I do I think that's dumb law. But I would be more upset if the president's son got to fucking skate for shit. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't. I I agree about the mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, the FCC won't let me be. So uh, was it? The FCC won't let me be. This must be. Um, no, I can't rap. That's what that. Means. I can't remember that. Yeah. FCC won't let me be. Uh, Set all my losses. Just Fuck you, me. Debbie. Sorry. Just follow me. The FCC issued its first ever penalty to a private firm for space debris. <laughs> debris. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> fining Dish Network. 
Sorry. All I can think about is how there's always like a Dish Network um, satellite left somewhere. And now I'm just picturing that in space. Just all the old apartments (laughs) with Dish Network. Because Dish Network was the one you'd get when you couldn't afford DirecTV. They had all the cheap deals that eventually probably ballooned into something you couldn't afford. And they'd just be like, well, I'm moving. Come get your shit. And they'll be like, you don't understand. If you don't give it back, we're taking you to collections. Like, well, I already got collections. I don't fucking care. (laughs) I told you I was poor, Alan. Um, so I mean, I didn't do, I, you know what, I mean, as poor as I was, I either had no cable or direct TV. Cause I like, you did, none of the things you wanted were on, on dish network. Anyways, that's hilarious to me. Dish network basically is up there doing China's role in gravity where the like satellites are falling apart and making debris debris. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you remember so, how, how China I, was the bad guy in gravity? Uh, remember that gravity movie with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock? It was actually a reference to that movie in this article. That's funny. So, um, I'm very, so there's a, there's a, it's called, there's a thing it's called Kessler. It's not Kessler syndrome, Kessler effect or something Uh like that. Yeah. Which is from that movie where they talk about there being so much debris in the orbit of the planet that you can't like, it's, it's damaging other things in orbit. And then it's just, it goes on a catastrophic chain. Yeah. 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 Um, so a couple things. So first of all, Dish Network, yes, definitely sort of the uh, the B team in <laughs> satellite television. However, there were there were instances because I used to sell uh, satellite TV um, and install it personally. Sometimes was this too. at at Radio Shack? Uh, yeah. Am I okay uh, to say that? That's fine. I don't care. That was all fucking right. twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, and I would install dishes too. And so Dish Network actually had a different – their satellites were in a different place in the sky than DirecTV's. Mm. So there were instances where a customer did not have a clear view of the sky that you needed for DirecTV, but they did have the view of the sky for right. Dish. I would fucking move. <laughs> so I remember there are instances where people wanted DirecTV, but they had to get Dish because of the you know what they had. Their, yeah, it sucks because you already signed the lease and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, second point, $150,000 for a company the size Wait, of Wait, that's Dish what they're Network. getting signed? Fined? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking nothing. It's, they pissed that out wow. the fucking window. Wow. Um, however, this is the first time the FCC has ever used its power to find companies for oh, this type FCC of The FCC won't let me be or let me be me, so let me see, I think. Ah, everybody just follow me. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so there is a precedent being set here now where the FCC is like, Hey, don't fuck around. We're going to find you. Uh, now presumably these fines could scale and maybe if they continue to do this shit, maybe they get worse, higher fines. Um, also a weird thing. They were supposed to move the satellite like 86 miles away from wherever it was before they deorbited it. And they moved it like 74. So they tried. They just didn't get quite all the way there before it ran out of fuel. Oh, so it lacked the capability to do so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is not a steep enough enough penalty to either don't penalize anyone at all. Like, there needs to be a consequence to not letting us deal. It's a mosquito bite. Dude, I'm trying to say, though, like, you don't get to orbit. You don't get to, like, it would be much better if we didn't try to leave the planet. But should we ever have to? you know, Mm -hmm. climate or catastrophic reasons, whatever zombie apocalypse. Like if you don't get to, because direct TV didn't deorbit their satellites, right. Or China. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know I said that earlier though. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that 150 K is really not that much, man. No, it's not. But again, it is a precedent is the first time it's ever happened. So maybe companies will pay attention. So the the problem here is that ever I see that. Yeah. 
the problem is that there is a very narrow band. It's called like geosynchronous. Uh-huh. I think there's another term. Uh, L- orbit. Or low Earth, low Earth orbit. Yeah, it's about like, 22,000 miles off the surface where in that band you can place a satellite and it will stay sort of in line with the, the Earth's rotation yeah. as, as it's rotating the Earth, right. orbiting the Earth. Um, and so that's how w- what enables things like satellite television, satellite, right. all that satellite stuff, They're right? permanent rotation, um, yeah. Right. So if you junk up that band around the earth, then you fuck up a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like you have the potential for, you know, just and destroying, taking out other satellites. There's, there, there's no solution to that. The best solution it's, they have right now is they, they proved that they can use lasers to move things. But right. like, we're talking about a million pieces going 20,000 miles an hour. And we're talking about this, something the size of fucking less than a dime. Yeah. The, if right. you're so the speed you're moving at in this geosynchronous orbit, even without propulsion, is something like seventeen thousand miles an hour. I think it's more. If yeah. if a dime hits you at seventeen thousand miles yeah. an hour, it's gonna fuck you up. Right. Oh, it's probably seventeen thousand because it's further out in the orbit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's yeah, less uh, resistance. No, but uh, yeah, so there's actually a term I can't remember what it's called, but there is a term for a civilization that can no longer leave oops leave its own planet yeah. because of all the debris yeah i'm forgetting that too but that's basically yeah. what we're worried about yeah 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 there's actually like a division in nasa that's like okay i think that's more important than hunter biden's laptop i agree, or, uh, I agree. okay so we're even gonna write down space debris space debris debris oh shit I, I was trying to sound like a man of the people alan <laughs> okay well what <laughs> that's my version <laughs> of a man of the people uh what do you got next Ex-FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried's criminal fraud start, uh, trial starts today with jury selection in a Manhattan federal court. Okay. The 31-year-old disgraced crypto exchange founder may face decades in prison. His trial could last six weeks. Uh, I don't have a whole heck of a lot. I know. And say. like all of our news podcasts we listened to, that was their dedication to that day's episode. And I was like, skip? Like, <laughs> Yeah. All they did was reintroduce names that you heard you know, eight months ago or whatever. I just um, – I think we have to keep it in the zeitgeist. I think it is important. I think that it is a big deal. I think that he did, you know – Oh, yeah. Basically, his argument was the company was so big that it was hard for me to keep it organized. And then, like, the new CEO was like, no, man. Like, there was no bookkeeping. Like, not yeah, like – The accounting was, was fucking terrible. Not that there was bad bookkeeping. There was, like, a non-taken level of bookkeeping. Like, I don't know. <laughs> aren't these people keeping track of the money for me? Also, he had his uh, – girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend yeah. running the uh, the side company right. and she was like i was a little overwhelmed i didn't yeah. really know what i was doing and Did you see the video of her talking about how much she loves risk i was just like yes, like addicted to, yeah yeah these are the people man and yeah. she's like i don't even want to tell you how much risk yeah i've taken right now yeah <laughs> like oh we know now yeah yeah but just yeah. like the way addicts are like i just like, yeah it was, it was, yeah. That was disgusting uh okay the UN Security Council approved a resolution to deploy a Kenyan-led multinational armed force to Haiti for one year to quell gang violence that has destabilized the Caribbean nation and facilitated long-delayed elections. A lot of drama about this because the U.S. has largely led these types of uh, operations in the past, and the U.S. has sort of lost its welcome in Haiti. I don't know supporting a coup that overthrew their government in 1991 or whatever. And just mm-hmm. basically all the other shit that we do once we get our hands in there, uh, they've lost, they don't trust us. They don't even trust our NGOs, uh, which, you know, that's a separate crisis because of bin Laden basically. Uh, and those types of tactics, if you're unfamiliar, mm-hmm. we use an NGO to 
close to the local population to determine where bin Laden was uh, right. in Abbottabad. Talk about a bad place to hide, right? Hey, am I right, ladies? <laughs> um, <laughs> ah. So it's a Kenyan-led one that the U.S. has had a say in by being a part of the U.N. Security Council because, yeah, okay, so... It's controversial, but it's less controversial than it was when it was us specifically leading it. But it still feels like we're in the room. Yeah. Uh, so the the only two countries not to sign off on this were Russia and China, and so. they did not they did not invoke their veto. They simply chose to abstain from the vote. Um, they said their concerns were: look, there, there should be more. We shouldn't just do this willy nilly. Um, sending a force, a foreign force into a sovereign country uh, is problematic. Uh, the UN's Russia had issues. said this. Yeah, Russia and China. Wait up! No, just say those words again slower. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Yes, I get it. Um, wow. Yeah. So they, <laughs> there's also been issues before with UN peacekeeping forces where there have been problems with. Uh, yeah. Did you see Rapes, them? Did you sexual, see the fights happening and stuff conduct. in uh, Cyprus yeah. where they weren't able to keep the Turks from fucking taking yeah. over the rest yeah. of Cyprus? So there's there's been some issues. Kenya has been willing to do this for a while, and Haiti has asked for it. Um, ever since, I mean, Haiti was in a bad place already, but once the uh, next president to the was Dominican Republic, I'm sorry, next to the Dominican Republic. You said Kenya was in a. You said you oh, said Haiti meant, was in a bad place already. I meant they were. <laughs> Not geographically. I, I didn't if mean anybody's in a bad place, it might be. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <clears throat> so there were already you know huge problems with gang violence um, in, in Haiti, but once the president was assassinated, it feels like just all rule of law sort of just went out the window. There's just entire cities that are basically run by gangs at this point. Um, people can't come go in or out without the gang's approval. They've taken over everything in the whole economy. Um, and the police force is just they, they don't have the firepower or the willpower to stand up to these gangs. And so the hope is that by bringing in these international forces, that they'll be able to get that under control and then they will be able to have a new election. Currently, the guy who succeeded the um, assassinated president is like the only guy in power. There's not even they don't even have a legislative body currently. Oh. They aged out. And they haven't replaced them. So there's like, oh. there's just the one dude. That's it. You'd there's think like, after a coup, you wouldn't still be holding on to your term limits. One, one, one would think. But there is like literally, there is no government. Yeah. Except there's like one dude and there's a police and, force. And remind it. me, was the one dude, did he, was that his, was he part of the ploy or was he the person that was put there after the guy died? I think he was the person that was put there. Okay, so it wasn't like, now I can be in charge and we don't have these people. He would prefer to have the rest of the he government prefer, yes okay yeah, yeah and he's the one that's called for okay these international forces to come in okay. so i don't know I, I i mean i think they need to do something obviously to get it under control i mean maybe this i, I mean this seems better this than the works. way we've handled it before a yes national kenyan led what okay just conducting the kitchen really quick yeah sure is it is it supposed to be better because they're black <laughs> like why is it kenyan led that's an interesting question. Is I it, think I thought it was racist, so thank you. <laughs> like, why not French? 
So they're actually in the Oh, wait, hold on. If there is one country besides the U.S. that is specifically not invited, it's the French. It's France. Oh, my God. <laughs> the whole reason their economy is so bad is because they're still paying off the France, France for, for not being owned by France anymore. France yeah. is like, fine, you just got to pay us. And uh, you don't understand interest rates. You were slaves a minute ago. So, like, I'm not saying that's good. I'm saying that's how they were treated. That's how they so, took yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They are teaching some of the the heads of these um, armed forces that are sending over to speak French so that they can communicate with the uh, the locals there. So yeah, Oh, the French. Oh, the French. All right, tournament time. Uh, uh, I don't know. That one seems like a bigger deal. I think Haiti's a bigger deal. Haiti's a bigger deal. Okay, Alan says so. All right, and it's my turn. Uh, Turkey conducted airstrikes on Kurdish rebels because yeah. fuck the Kurds as always. Uh, in I mean, they're communists, Iraq. so you know. Hours after a suicide bomb, which the PKK, a Kurdish militant political group, claimed responsibility for, hit near the interior ministry in Ankara on Sunday. So the parliament had just... What, what happened? Some, uh, there was, a, there was a, something hit in, in Turkey? So parliament had just returned from like a three-month recess, and Erdogan was there to address the parliament as their first day back. Yeah. The suicide bombers took advantage of this sort of... Uh, this event happening yeah, yeah, yeah. to attempt to make a splash. Uh, the PKK did claim responsibility. Um, and so Turkey's response was to immediately attack. Okay. And Kirsch. they said all PKK like buildings are considered targets and stuff. Yeah. yeah. They attacked, I think 20 different sites, including caves and warehouses and things like that. Okay. Yeah. And they uh, quote, unquote, neutralized uh, a number of Kurdish forces. Okay. I struggle with, PKK and PPK. Well, there's YPK and PKK. I oh, think. I thought it was there... oh, YPK and PKK. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. So I think the YPK is the one that's not in Turkey, and the PPK is the one that is, but the Turks consider them both the same. Right. The Isn't same there one that I'm supposed to like more? Which <sighs> I think the PKK is, is I mean, much more. If the Turks hate them, a... that's probably the one I like, right? Well, but they do shit like, like you do know, suicide bombings and claim... Claim responsibility for them, so I wouldn't say they're good guys. I would not. I, yeah, um, I would say more of the the other party, but I, got me I am a, also got me a, a little confused there, with all these. Acronyms. I know, I know. Yeah. yeah, and also, you know, one man's freedom fighters, another man kills people at a cafe, right? This is true. It is true. Okay, this is true. Um, uh, it occurred to me that I didn't do like a quick check on our other sounds. Oh, uh, let's just take a quick little break in between mm -hmm. uh, that and uh, the next topic and play. Uh, I play with my tonsils all the time. It was just Alan <laughs> telling us about his tonsil game. That was a little louder than I like it, though. Oh. I play with my tonsils all the time. It is kind of loud. <laughs> I have my headphones down. It'll sound fine in the mix. Uh, how about this one? That's a new one. It is a new one. Did, you didn't forget about that, did you? Oh, I, I remember. Oh, okay. They're walking on their pants with their cap on backwards, listening to the enema man, the snoopy, snoopy poop dog, and they... All right. I will take electrocution. And, uh, but if I'm sitting down and that boat's going down and I'm on top of a battery. <laughs> a visual, right? It's like that and the scene in uh, uh, James Bond when he's sitting on the chair with no seat. and Oh, God. Just getting his balls. Just... Uh, yeah. Ugh. God. Ugh. Every guy knows that scene. I, like, yes. I, I've talked to girls about it and been like, remember that scene from this? You know, mostly because I'm paying them and asking them for, you know, a service. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, fine, I'll open it up. Oh, great. I got to download James Bond. Okay. Then I have to fast forward <laughs> to the right scene. Like, can you do this for me? And they're like, sure. But I didn't ever have enough cash. But they weren't aware that they that was what you were Venmo. requesting. Yeah. 
Right, but it's guys like cash know. App, Dustin. Yeah, yeah. I just said guys know <laughs> and didn't like change the scene. Um, where are we at? GM and Ford? Uh, GM. Yeah. GM and Ford announced the furlough of a combined. God damn it, her family listens. <laughs> GM and Ford announced the furlough of a combined 500 more workers. Yikes. Uh, 500? Man. Okay. Citing the impact of the United Auto Workers Union strike now in week three. That's punitive, right? So if they're like, we have to fire you, people are striking. Is that what they're saying? So what they're saying is that... Oh, furloughed, furloughed, furloughed. They furloughed 3,000 people last month. They're saying that because of these strikes in these random places throughout the country, that it's impacting their supply chains and they're not able to function as they normally would. And they're just out here trying to function. Yeah, they're just trying to function, man. Um, Um, Yeah, well, I mean, okay, from their perspective, I'm not going to pay you to come to work and not do anything. So, uh, And these are the effects of strikes. So stay strong and you guys deserve to get paid more. Hey, Biden's on your side. You You know, the the thing that I always want to point out when we talk about this subject uh, is Mm -hmm. that they're fighting to get the deal that they had before they changed the deal because they recognized that they were going to go out of business if they didn't start paying people at a different scale, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. And and they they took the the cuts. They took the hit because they wanted the companies to survive. The companies have now been extraordinarily profitable in the last number of years. And they have shared none of that with the workers. Which, so. I, I hate to always be this person uh, because at the end of the day, it may not sound like it. I am, uh, I'm on the worker's side, but the, the, there is no guarantee that they will always have record profits, you know? So uh, you make a deal and then things go into the South, it go South and then you can't afford to pay workers anymore. You're right back into a different problem again. So, yeah, I mean, sure. You have to strike the balance between the the, it's just there's confident. room for the balance right now. It's yeah, way below balance absolutely. right now. That's a good point. Way off. But, way the, out of but the problem is for people to be satisfied, they're going to need a lot more. And maybe long term, a lot more isn't what's feasible. Maybe a little bit more and maybe some quality of life perks. Well, that's what they why you negotiate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what they're doing. So is, it, is that, that what they're doing? I thought they were striking. I because they tried <laughs> well, to negotiate. Striking is part of the negotiation. Right. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Oh boy. This is weird. I didn't intend to put these two. Yeah, these two are not really good uh, bedfellows. Um, I still think Turkey carrying out these strikes is really under the radar and a big deal. And we're talking about NATO EU country. Uh, And we're talking about people being neutralized, quote. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a bigger deal. And, you know, let's not forget that Turkey wants to take over Cyprus. They support Azerbaijan uh, against Armenia. (sighs) They're like, oh man, about that today, man. Turkey's <laughs> like, we didn't quite finish it. Why don't you do it, Azerbaijan? The Intercept has a pretty good new episode. I didn't listen way. to it. I didn't have time today. It's pretty it's good. good. I'll listen to it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I hear it on. All right. Um, so next we have weird science. I just put a bunch of Nobel uh, Nobel prizes came out this week, or some of them have so far. Um, so I just kind of lumped a bunch okay. of them together. Yeah. We can talk about okay. them a little bit. Um, so I'll just read them all. The Nobel Prize in Chemistry was awarded to three U.S.-based scientists for the discovery and development of quantum dots, tiny components of nanotechnology that are used in ways from OLED TVs to surgery. I want to point out that was in chemistry. We'll come back to that because it feels like that should be physics. Um, Oh, yeah. Number two, uh, the Nobel Prize in Physics was awarded for experimental methods that generate very short pulses of light to study electron behavior. That one's weird. Um, 
And then the Nobel Prize in Medicine, this one's a little less interesting, but was awarded to uh, Caitlin Canico and Drew Weissman for findings that enabled the development of mRNA vaccines against COVID-19. Not much to talk about there. It's sort of self-descriptive. All right. This first one, the uh, quantum dots. So there has been this theory in physics for quite some time that if you could squish electrons into a small enough space that they barely could like move uh-huh. they would do some cool weird shit <laughs> and do you have to like cool them to get them into that so this is the thing so these are chemists remember it's in chemistry right. yeah chemistry. so they figured out the way to do it in a chemical solution chemical. that would enable them to squeeze these electrons together which is really wild it's like you gotta squish that cat you gotta squish that cat squish schrodinger's cat hell yeah um so, uh, in so doing, they can control these things and they can fine tune. Like the reason that your OLED TV has like such a range of color spectrum is because of these fucking uh, things. Yeah, because that's the thing. Um, is these prizes are for things that were discovered five, ten years ago. Sometimes, yeah, but they're but the, so we've known for years it could like theoretically it could be done, uh-huh. but the ability to actually do it, they've only recently figured out how okay. to do. Um, so they're yeah, very cool stuff. Um, I mean, we're talking about things that are like a nanometer, one nanometer, uh-huh. and which, you know, we talk about silicon, you know, it's like, what, like 12 nanometers is like the oh, smallest, okay. something like that. Right. So we're, it's significantly smaller. And that's where you so, condensed these electrons. Yeah. And the cool thing is you get these color effects or whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Of. Color effects. And you can, you can kind of control that depending on the distance you allow electrons to be from each other. Um, anyway, sense. so very like cool. Frequency, right? Like yep. admits it. exactly okay. exactly so because it in quantum uh it can be it can be a a, a particle or yeah. it can be a wave. wave yeah and so when you force it into this size it's a wave and then you can control the frequency of that wave oh, which dude, then enables so you to control the output i fucking color. love that stuff i wish i spent it's, more time in physics instead of, it's funny this is chemistry chemistry right. i just was like well guess i'm not getting past physical science in high school uh and then like as soon as i got into physics i was like Oh, I wasted that whole semester. Like I oh, just, yeah, that physics yeah. is so fascinating. And I get that this is chemistry because they used chemistry to accomplish to it. make it work. But yeah. we are talking about physics. Do you want to talk about it's the physics absolute. one? Yeah. Uh, this one. So I'm trying to, I think it's called add a seconds, add a seconds. Hmm. Yeah. Add a seconds. Okay. So, um, so imagine the way we see things is sort of like when you, when you see a image like moving, you're, it's it's because your brain makes that into a motion. So like uh, when you see a film, right, and the picture is changing from frame to frame I, to frame. Are you frame talking to frame. about like frame rate or anything? Like is that exactly okay? Exactly. So you are your brain is putting all that together and making a moving picture of that, right? Um, so and essentially that's what you're doing all the time when you're looking around. Oh you're no, I remember those- when 1080p came out. My dad was like, look. The human eye can only interpret so much. The rest gets right. filled in by the brain. It's never going to look better than this. You don't need to spend the money on the extra stuff. <laughs> 4K, all this other stuff. That's great. Oh, so that's literally your brain is doing that. All right. So these scientists discovered a way to create bursts of light that are so short that they can illuminate something that you normally would not be able to see. So we're ta- when you talk about an attosecond, let me pull this up in the article real quick. There are... Hold on. Give me one second. I'll find this. Okay. An attosecond is so short that there are as many. How short is it? (laughs) There are as many in one second as there have been seconds since the birth of the universe. How can you. (laughs) 
how can you even like like you don't know, just like we have a real hard time with large numbers, right? Right. I yeah, can't yeah. conceptualize that. I can right. I can tell myself that I understand like geological time because I can mm-hmm. at least have mile markers of like skeletons sure. found and shit like that right. and like geological eras, but like all of the seconds ever <laughs> ever d- divided into but in small enough pieces to be into one second. Yeah. I can't understand it's, what that would I know. be. It's, there it's isn't a wild. number for that. So this enables you to illuminate something in such a flash that you can catch movement that you wouldn't normally catch. Um, so they're able to actually see like electrons move using this. Technology. Oh, wow. Okay. So how do you, so do they time a camera to that? There's no way you can be that precise with a camera. I did not get into the specifics of how they're measure or how they're actually able to do I that. I wouldn't think like any overall. sort of a reset refresh rate of any sort of like capture device wouldn't it, right? be able to. Yeah. Oh, that's so fascinating. So yeah, that's how you can image and so this, the whole idea here is to study electron behavior. Yep, it's a way to create extremely short pulses of light. This that is can like be how used, you prove the slit experiment, double slit, right? right? That, yeah, that can be used to measure the rapid processes in which electrons move or change energy. So, and that's yeah. wave and particle. particle, yeah, yeah, particle. Man. So fucking wow. really cool. That shit. That actually blows my mind more than the TV one. I got to say. Yeah, it's I think the implications cool that shit. are bigger. Does that have to win against Turkey, or can we save some of this other bullshit to go up against Turkey? It's yeah, better if we just have a fourteen. Okay, those are fascinating. Everybody yeah. wins in science. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, you want to pick a couple of these? Uh, this right, is that. So this did you read one... that article I talked about in our sound show? Right. Okay, is so... that bullshit? Because that sounded like some left wing. Like we got him, guys. Elon Musk is a, a MAGA led right wing extremist, and we should change his last name. It's already Musk. We should call him a Muscovite. <laughs> so this is the article that you brought up on uh the wednesday show and i hadn't read yet so this is a the headline is what was elon musk's strategy for twitter and so what the article details is that there was an anonymous article that somebody sent to elon musk on april 4th of 2022 in the article it talked about the way that somebody might take over Twitter and according to them, quote, declare, make a declaration of war against the globalist American empire. Globalist. Quote. Globalist American Earthworms empire. up our asses. If that doesn't sound like some Alex Jones shit, man, yeah. that's seriously some Alex yeah. Jones shit. Yeah. All right. Um, so step one, blame the platform for its users. Two. Step two, according to the pressure campaign. true. Step three. Okay, sorry. Step three, excess <laughs> of the blue checks. Step four. Wait, 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 wait. I'm being all silly over here singing Brian McKnight. Tell me that again. So the, these are the steps that was suggested that Musk and take. Did he open he the email? Control. Did they prove that? Or is it just somebody? I mean, he's Elon Musk. People send him emails all the time. We need to So it was that a text out. message, and I believe oh. they did verify that. So the the article was sent via text message to Elon Musk. And according he to the article, yes, he at least opened it up open and showed that message. he, like, it's not left as unread. He didn't no, leave him unread. Didn't leave him on red. Yeah, he, he looked at the message. It's unclear who sent the message. Um, I don't know. I think Alex Jones probably has Elon's number. <laughs> I could see him sending him that. I thought I thought it was okay. I thought it was that Matt Gates speechwriter that that sent. It oh, to Darren Beatty. Yeah, Beatty. so Darren Beatty was Beatty. the guy who actually um, they think maybe wrote the article that was sent, which included the steps. Um, there is no byline on the article. It was posted on some right wing 
crazy uh, website where they often don't have bylines. It's like or the Elders of Zion Digital Edition. Something like that. Um, he hasn't claimed uh, that he is the one that wrote the article, but he also hasn't denied it. So unknown. I think it's highly unlikely that Elon bought uh, Twitter in because of this. So this I, is I, like Nostradamus, like post fact, you can be look back at it and be like, Oh yeah. So he did follow all these steps that happened to be the steps that, cause okay. Do you want to read the steps again? Step yeah, one, blame, blame the platform for the users. Okay. Eliminate the blue checks. Um, see, coordinate a pressure campaign, access to the blue checks. And then is the pressure campaign. I thought at some point in the pressure campaign, it was something about ADL, which he did or like blame the Jews. Yes, he did do that. And there's is a. Is that suggested a, in the article or am I mapping? That's in the article. Okay. That's in the article. Okay. Um, and there is a sort of a strain that runs through this segment of the right wing that is, you know, even on the surface, you know, pretends not to be, but is quite anti Semitic if you actually pay attention to what they're saying. Um, oh, I know. I block people all the time. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, it's like, I don't want to see this. Thank you for playing. Right, My favorite right. is when they get creative. They're like, well, you don't like the Khazars. Here's the reason. They uh, brought the Jews into the steppe people empires. And it's like, oh, oh, yeah. okay, great, cool. Didn't know we went back that far with your racism. Probably lots of George Soros comments in there, too. Uh, they love to talk about George Soros. Um, so, no, I don't buy this. I, I don't think that uh, that's why Elon bought Twitter. And I don't think that's why he's done what he's done. I think he's just a, you know. Well, you're going to have to argue with Bob Seska and Buzz Burbank, Alan. I don't think. Oh, they think so. Huh? That's where I found this at. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, so they buy it. They think that they Elon did the first 20 minutes of their show on this. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I still yeah, like I the don't show. buy that. Yeah. I don't. I think it's Elon. I mean, it's still 44 billion, right? And everything about Elon, even though money doesn't mean as much per dollar to him, he he takes it personal. He likes his money. He does. Right? Take it's it like personal. Trump going to court for the money, but not for the rape. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I just don't see him doing that, okay. even though I, he has some wonky, crazy political views um, and he's known to do some crazy shit with his money. But if you squint um, a little, this maps onto the suggestions from that article. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's it. how these all work. Okay. Um, do you want to pick one more of these or? Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. That one's kind of fun. Um, no, not interested in that one. You know what? Let's do this one. This is kind of a lurid one, which I haven't heard anywhere else. Um, See, it's from BBC.com, which I can only imagine what they deal with on that website. <laughs> no, that's actually. <laughs> All right. So the headline is Abercrombie and Fitch ex CEO accused of exploiting men for sex. I have so many buttons that I just don't know how to find in the heat of the moment right now. Here. I play with my tonsils all the time. There you go. Okay. So, essentially, the allegation is that uh, they sort of had a Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell thing going on. Uh, the CEO had middlemen who he would So have to speak, approach. Alan. A lucky Pierre is what they call that. <laughs> He would have approach um, people who were like male models who were up and coming. Why male models? And, well, because he liked a certain look. If you might have noticed when he changed the advertising for Abercrombie and Fitch when he took over. But, um, uh, why male models? Oh, because he wanted to fuck them. Can you <laughs> Him and his partner, something? actually. He had a partner, they, but liked to engage in group sex. Um, oh, so he would have these middlemen approach these. Alan, Alan, so, Alan. Why, so why male models? Oh, think about it, Derek. 
Male models were genetically constructed to become assassins. They're in peak physical condition. They can gain entry to the most secure places in the world. And most important of all, models don't think for themselves. They do as they're told. That is not true. Yes, it is, Derek. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Think about any photo shoot you've ever been on. You're a monkey, Derek. You're a monkey. Dance, monkey. In your little stangy shoes. Smash your symbol, Simpy. Dance, Derek. Dance. Good point. They did a really good job of proving an abs- like a, a just completely ridiculous like male models are assassins. They're like, okay, we can make it sound plausible. We're Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but if this has been going on for so long, Mugatu... Well, he's just a punk-ass errand boy working for an international syndicate of fashion designers. You do a little background check on your Mr. Mugatu, you'll find that he sold his soul to the devil for a shot at the big time. But why male models? <laughs> Dude, company is so good at playing that role. <laughs> you serious? I just... I just told you that a moment ago. <laughs> Yeah, I gave you the easiest softball. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks. And a whiff. So okay, um, that's um, that's gross, right? Like we like it's not okay because these men are gay. So then they weren't. Uh, well, okay. Huh? So the people, the, the, the male models gay. that they recruited weren't. Mm. So oh, they they had a highly organized network used a middleman to find young men for events with Mike Jeffries and Matthew Smith. Jeffries was the CEO. Smith was his uh, partner. Um, partner. And they're like, uh, uh, so they're in their eighties as in you're talking about a business situation here. No, okay. no, like sexual partner. Okay. Sorry. Um, and so they're, I think one of them 79 and one of them's maybe 70 something right now. So they're probably in their, 50s and 60s when this is happening and so they would have uh these middlemen reach out to these up-and-coming models Jesus and God. say hey like i can get you in at abercrombie and fitch i'm the gatekeeper um let me take some pictures of you i can get them in front of the ceo and then at some point they would say Fuck em. uh i need you to give me a bj Fuck or em. i'm gonna give you a bj and then the models would just like yes because they wanted the shot then they would be invited to parties they had parties at various places their own homes estates uh you know various uh fancy hotels around the the world um they would fly these guys in are we talking about like 1998 abercrombie like we're talking about 2000s so that's still like the same time. That's still the same time. It was the same one. Yeah. Whenever He's, they were singing, I'd like girls aware of Rakami and Fitch. Chinese food makes me sick. I like girls sort of the summer, yeah. whatever in the summer. Yeah. So Jeffrey stepped down from being CEO in 2014. Okay. A lot of these stories are from the 2000s, 2009, 2008, okay. etc. So they already um, had a brand that they could leverage for these improper yeah. relationship. Yes. Yes. Um, if they, and if some, they uh, weren't gay, how did they learn to swallow? I mean, that seems uh, some of the models claim to be heterosexual and claim that they, you know, they yeah. felt like they had to do this to support their families. I, and... I, I've, I've sort of been having fun with this, but like this is where like having a title for what you're attracted to isn't helpful. Right. Mm. Where it's like, OK, like I'm, I'm not saying that that's what's happened to these people that got put in these terrible situations. I'm just saying like. Like, I don't know, like, it sounds like they, you know, 
chose to do something that you wouldn't describe as straight, but it's also like, right. But you know, where you land on a continuum, a spectrum. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, and also nothing's fucking like, we just have like visual representations where we plant data on because we're human beings, right? Like things don't exist in that. You know, if you were to try to map, that it would be more of like a spherical diagram and God knows what the fuck that would mean. We can't interpret yeah. that it's emotions and feelings and attractions. And, you know, in yeah. this case, in this case, in this case, very little of a lot of what I just described, but at the end of the day, like, you know, if anybody's listening to this and being like, I would never do that. I'm straight. Well, your version of being a straight man would never do that. This version of a straight man maybe would. And also sounds like it's also, you don't know what you're capable of doing until you're in a situation. Like, sure. Yeah. Learn I mean, to swallow. <laughs> you just, I, I always say that, like, you don't know what you're capable of. Yeah, no, that's um, true. That's true. Definitely. Yeah. In a lot uh, the of BBC, right? The BBC uncovered details of what they describe as a well-oiled machine Jesus organizing Christ. sex Who wrote events. this? Who wrote this? <laughs> BBC reporter. You said up know. and coming earlier, like, just... And you keep saying middlemen, like that's what they say. Okay. That's what they call right. it in the article. God. They say that people wearing Abercrombie and Fitch uniforms were there supervising the the men even during the sex acts at the party. Oh, um, and handing them money. Supervising. Uh, supervising. One of the um, alleged victims claims that he thinks he was given a, a drug, drugged, and then raped. Oh, he woke Jesus. up with a uh, condom um, okay. inside him and doesn't know what happened. Uh, it's pretty bad, man. Yeah. Um, the, both of the men are, you know, not commenting, obviously Abercrombie and Fitch says it's, oh, it's a horrible, uh, sure, allegation. I mean, it's new ownership now too. Oh yeah. So it's the, in that way that complicates things, but the, well, they're not implicated, right? Are they? No, they're yeah, not implicated. Yeah. Although if it's not, like if you actually had entirely. uniformed yeah, exactly. employees yeah. <laughs> supervising these right. events, I mean, that would seem like but, a big deal. It, it, yeah. Yeah. So they're recommending that it be looked into legally. Um, I Dude, that's think that's horrible, man. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty ugly story. I hadn't heard it until it ended up on the sheet. So I don't know yeah. how it got and here. I think they kind of got dismissed out of the news because people were like, why male models? Yeah, All yeah, right. probably. Um, I got to say, as bad as that is, I really don't like turkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty big story. Um, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. Do you? I mean, I guess we'll hear it. I, judgment. I think that I think whatever jury is on that case will not have any. One would hope. One would hope that. Yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, those guys are up there. They might even die before anything happens. Uh, but who knows? that fucking God damn. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah, like, I, we don't I, fuck anymore. We did this while we fucked, you know. <laughs> I would say Turkey also. Okay. All right. So Turkey wins against Abercrombie and Fitch. And uh, who do we got against the S Supreme Scrotus and uh, Space Debris? Uh, implications oh. of Space Debris is terrible. It's Supreme Court, though, that does sound... Oh, man. Okay. The story about... The specifics of the story about the Space Debris is lame because it's DirecTV and it's 150K. <laughs> but I think the implications of that being treated more seriously are larger implications. Hmm. You, you would go Supreme court. I would go this. Supreme court, but the, here's the thing is I, here's the deal, man. It's entirely possible that they're going to hear the case and then punt. Cause they've done that before. And there, it might be a complete nothing. Um, I don't know, uh, but I feel like that's possible that the Supreme court could be a pretty big deal. Um, I just, yeah, no yeah I guess the repercussions out. of that. Right. 
There's no way to predict that outcome right now. It could, I mean, it's Dude, if we lose, if we lose, if if that Kessler, Kepler, whatever effect, if that like yeah. cascading debris field encompasses our orbit, like this is bricked. I don't do a podcast with you anymore. Like, That's true. how do we talk to each other on the internet? Like, clocks don't work because we don't use the same shit. No like, GPS. Like, I think I'm going with yeah, I'll, I'll, finding I'll, Direct TV. I'll go with you. I'm going to go with Direct TV. Dish Network. Oh, thank God. I don't even besmirch the fine name of DirecTV. Uh, okay, who wins in Dish Network and Space Debris and Abercrombie and Fit? Chinese food makes me sick. I thought Space Debris already lost. No, we just said no? that's... What? Oh, no, no, okay. I'm sorry, right, right, okay. Jesus. Space Debris, Supreme Court, and Abercrombie... No, it's it's the Debris and the A&F. Uh, Debris. Debris. Okay, Space Debris wins. Okay, congratulations, Space Debris. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, I think. Well, let's do our uh, let's do our media diet. What have you been watching? I think I mentioned it on the last show, but I did watch uh, Shane Gillis's full special on Netflix. We didn't do media last week because we had the Fritz interview. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. Uh, very good. He's very funny. Even if maybe you feel like um, you wouldn't agree with him politically, I th- I think that you would enjoy the special. It's genuinely funny. Yeah, I've enjoyed um, the clips I've seen. I've been yeah, able and we to played laugh a few clips stuff. on yeah. the show, so yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I recommend it. I also started watching a show on Netflix called Spy Ops. It is an episodic uh, docu drama, I guess you would call it. Okay, about various um, situations that mostly from the American perspective, but also the UK. Um, just stories of like crazy stories of spy shit happening. So there's one episode about uh, what happened in Panama, where essentially we <laughs> overthrew the government. Um, there's a story about getting a uh, a KGB officer who had turned as a double agent to work for MI6 and was about to be discovered and murdered in uh, mm. in the former Soviet Union, and they got him out with this crazy like harebrained scheme. Um, couple other stories, but just interesting stuff. Each episode is sort of standalone. It covers its own little unique um, story. Um, it's it's well done. They, they have people who are it's involved with the actual. No, this is a television show on Netflix. Oh, oh. Um, they have people who are involved with the actual actions on the ground. Um, they have photos of, you know, the event. Sometimes they have some video. Sometimes it's reenacted. It's more of a, you know, a, a reenactment of a drama. Um, but, yeah, I liked it so far. It's interesting stories. I enjoyed it. That's cool. You don't have, yeah, it's good. How long are the episodes? Uh, like you know, forty-five minutes to an hour. Okay, are they okay? All right, well, that's. I, I guess that's probably perfect. I'll start watching that. You recommend? Yeah, check it, it out. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple of shows too. I watched this movie on Netflix called Reptile because it's. What do you think of that? Well, it starred Benicio del Toro. Yes. Uh, Justin Timberland. And I couldn't put my finger on who the blonde was. And then at the end, I was like, Jesus Christ, it's the Aerosmith video herself, Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> Wait, was she? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And Clueless, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just failed to deliver and I had no problem getting sleepy. I will say it, uh, just the dog next door will shut the fuck up. It had no business being over two hours long. I say that a lot, but like it just there, I, I, I remember feeling like seeing like as things were happening being like that what you're doing right now could be 15 seconds shorter and like multiple times as someone who edits our three hour shows down to something (laughs) closer to two and a half i'm like like just there's a piece there there's a piece there this doesn't have to be two hours and then you start getting mad you're like why is this two hours and 14 minutes and like i don't even know somebody was murdered um benicio del toro seems like he might have been sort of losing it or something i don't remember um, I don't know. I don't even remember how it ends. It's called Reptile. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I started watching that movie 
specifically because Benicio del Toro. Right. I love that dude. Same. Um, I made it like halfway in, and I think I went to bed. <laughs> I think yeah. I, in fact, I was telling Tim about it, and he's like, "Well, that means you didn't like it." And I was yeah. like, "I don't know. I might go back and finish it." I, I love Benicio del Toro. I, I mean, like Sicario, yeah. The Way of the Gun. That dude's fucking amazing. Fear and Loathing. Almost, he was Raul Duke. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Almost anything he does, I'll watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm That's disappointed a, to hear it ended that yeah. badly. I, I didn't make lawyer. it. I punched out. I just fucked that up big time. About well, whatever. About uh, what? Nothing. Just <laughs> nothing. I got characters mixed up. Oh, okay. That's okay. I, I'm upset with myself as an HST fan myself. Um, yeah, it, you know what? I think you'll like it. Uh, I think you'll tolerate it. Um, I don't, do you want to hear? It's got 42 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't necessarily okay. trust them. Uh, mm. IMDb gives it 69 out of 100. Nice. nice. Uh, I, speaking of numbers, I watched a movie called 65. Uh, About home runs? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. Well, was that McGuire's number? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, was it 70 for Barry Sosa? Bonds? Bonds, yeah. Bonds, Bonds 70. was 72? No 70. way. He beat 70. it. Because Maris was 61. Yes. Did he beat it by more than 10? 72 does come into my mind as well. I just went one number than 71. Anyway, uh, this movie 65. It's about... Um, well, the name of the movie will spoil it if it's supposed to be a surprise, but I don't think it's supposed to be a surprise. So it starts off on another planet, and they're like, we are... 73! 70? He beat it by a dozen? In, in 2001. A dozen, cousin? A dozen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm like, and 71? 70. Did you say uh, and 71? Like he did 71 no. another year? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, so it takes it starts off on another planet, and they're going to do some mission. This guy has to separate from his family for a two-year mission. It's some interstellar travel. Uh, the mission gets interrupted because they go into an asteroid field. This is like right away. They crash okay. land on a planet. Before long, they're being attacked and hunted by some like dinosaur-looking creatures. And cool. at the very end of the movie, there is a catastrophic... Oh. I just ruined it. You, don't worry about that. <laughs> Wait. Okay. <laughs> it's like the only part of the movie that was redeeming. This movie's fine and it's entertaining. Uh, where'd you I, Where'd you watch it? I, no, I I've got to leave some of this up for uh, for a chance. You know, I can't ruin everything, Alan. <laughs> I got to let you lose it and then find it again. Uh, Sixty. How was the uh, special effects? Was it? Like they were super fine. Cheese no, or, okay. it wasn't super cheesy. I wouldn't say it's like it's on Netflix also. Uh, okay. Here's why I watched it. It was that subject, and mm -hmm. it was um, Adam Driver, who has picked a lot of bad movies, but he's had <laughs> enough wins that it's like, yeah, yeah this yeah. will be fine. Um, the so he here's the thing: he separates from his family to to do this mission, and he spends the whole time while he's on the mission. You know, like in um, Interstellar when he's watching the videos of his daughter. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he doesn't have a wife in that movie, right? He just has his daughter, right? right? Okay, right, so right. that's normal. In this movie, he's he has a wife, but he only keeps feeling heartbroken over these videos with his daughter. And it's like, at some point, you're like, I get it, because your daughter, and she doesn't have the best health or something. It's actually part of the movie. I won't spoil everything. Um, mm. And But, like, not one scene of him being like, I miss my fucking wife. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, there is a pretty good payoff at the end that I kind of ruined, but just... La la la, move on. Okay. Um, it's, Maybe I'll check it out. I mean, if you're paying for Netflix and you ran out of movies everywhere else, you should get your money's worth on Netflix, and this won't make you feel like you wasted time. But like, right. don't go there for like a big payoff. It's it's just fine. It's fine. 
All right. I finished Empire of the Step, and I started a book called The Last Honest Man, and it's about uh, Frank Church. Who the you'll know his name from the Church Commission. Church Commission. Yeah, Commission looking into uh, the CIA and uh, and surveillance on citizens and tactics they've had for foreign assassinations, all of that. Uh, at the end of the day, that kind of undermined America's trust in our government more mm-hmm. so, even though going into it, we had lost a lot of our trust. They say that the payoff of that 40 years past, 50 years past now, is that we are, it didn't clean everything with sunlight. It showed us that we shouldn't trust them, which is true. Mm. But uh, we aren't the, uh, they thought that it might take us back to that post-World War America. Um, you know, you got to think this is post-Nixon, post-Kennedy enough that it's like, I think there's a conspiracy here. You know what I mean? Um, Post-Watergate, I already said that. Post-Pentagon Papers, uh, post-Vietnam in general, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, exposing all of that and, like, all of the assassination attempts on, like, Castro and shit. It's fascinating. I got almost to the end of it while I was driving home from Chicago. Uh, What's it called again? It's called The Last Honest Man. I think it's Last Honest Man. It might be The Last Honest Senator. Um, well, I don't know why they, last honest man. Yeah. It's a relatively new book. It's a, it's an interesting biography and like any interesting biography, you're not picking it for the one person you're picking it for the time and the person that embodies that time. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he does a great job for things that me and you find interesting from that time period in American history and a good representation of, um, seemingly pretty uncorrupt guy with a solid moral compass. Um, doing what he saw as the best thing to do in that moment. I recommend it. The Last Honest Man. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I also started a book. Uh, it's called Pax, War and Peace in Rome's Golden Age. Oh, um, I know this book. It's in my, I have this book. I've, yeah, yeah. go ahead, please. Um, go ahead. It's talks about only, all the generals only, and yeah. Yeah. I'm only like two chapters in, but it's read by the author and he is very clearly extremely interested in the subject and knows his shit. I've hated um, all the things about, uh, it's by Tom Holland, dude. Yeah, yeah, Tom yeah. Holland, not Spider Man. No, but, but Tom Holland is a master. Um, yeah. The the well, why don't you? Well, I hate the memes. People are like, oh, man, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Fucking oh. never. I hate the Roman Empire. I love the Roman Republic. I think about it all the time, like definitely daily, oftentimes. It's funny. it's funny you say that. I was showing Tim my car, my new car, over the weekend, and he got in. I plugged my phone in, and I turned it on, and I had been listening to uh-huh. that book. <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck is this? And I go, it's, it's about the Roman Empire. He's like, what the fuck are you, a meme? It like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even good. occur to me. That's pretty good. Hey, let's play yeah. this sofa game. Yeah, let's play a game. All right, cool. Uh, we haven't gone back to the sofa game for a while, and I'm really proud of the names I've picked. So I'm going right. to give you – I'm going to go uh, – where, where is it? It doesn't – oh, there it is. Okay, I got so four sofa I'm, names. I'm going to give you people. four sofa names and one cent- – oh, yeah, you explain it while I decide which ones I'm going to give. So we take two names of sofas and we combine them to make like a first and last name. So there's four total sofas, which we're representing two people, and then we'll pick a obscure congressman's name as the third name. Flip it. Uh, I can have more fun with two sofas. No. Oh, so two. That's no. hard. Okay. I'd rather it be four sofas and one congressman. <laughs> Fine. But... Okay. I can do that too. Okay. So one congressman? Yeah. Or woman? Or person. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. Are okay. you ready? I am ready. Okay. Addie Whitman. Addie Whitman. Okay. Named after your dog. <laughs> Got it. It could be short for Adelaide. That's a name. It's also a city. Right, right. Um, Eddie Hamilton. Eddie Hamilton. Eddie okay. Hamilton. Eddie. Eddie. 
And what happened to Eddie? <laughs> Getting tired of guys named Todd. Uh oh, uh Tammy Baldwin. Oh. Wow, these are tough. All right, my initial reaction is that I don't think anybody's buying a couch named Eddie. Uh, however, I could be wrong. I'm still going to go with that. I'm saying Eddie is the congressperson. Oh, I'm so sorry to tell you this, Alan. Can you hear the joy? Can you hear the joy? In the voice? <laughs> I, I can't hear it. I would I hit, hit the bell it. for me. You uh, got me. Yeah, no. Nobody wants to buy a couch named Tammy, Alan. It's Tammy. Oh, yeah. I was. was I love you. Like nobody's buying a couch named Eddie. You know what? <laughs> you should have asked for spelling. What if I told you it was E D D Y? Oh, god damn it! I should have asked for spelling. That would have given it away. Wait. Can you do Google pronunciation search? Okay. What if that's Edie? How oh. do you spell Edie Burkell? How Is do you spell E-D-I-E? Edie? I-E? How do you spell Edie Amin? E D D Y. I think this is someone else's joke, but you, do you get to pick your Muslim name? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think so, yeah. I would pick Petey Amin. Petey Amin? Yeah. It says, Google says Eddie. Eddie. Oh, okay. Thank God. I can't hear it. Okay. Oh, you'd have to present. Okay. Don't oh, present. present. Don't present. Don't present. Okay. Oh God. Thought it was. There's. You know. You understood. It was a genitalia reference. There were too many tabs open. Too many tabs. Oh man. Yeah. Story of my search history. <laughs> I can't decide. Um. Hey, I can I ask you? Uh, what do I ask you? A couple silly ones. Actually, yeah, you know sure. what? I'm about to go traveling, and I'm going to ask you this. And I don't mm-hmm. really know how this question ends. Um, okay. I can predict me sounding very racist, and I think these are some, <laughs> these, these are fun environments to play in because okay. we we mean no ill will. So you know, mm-hmm. um, you know that guy go commercial where they're going traveling and the guy says you too. Yes, you know it because you've watched TV in the last three months, right? I have. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, if you don't watch TV, Alan, can you describe it? No. <laughs> video, video, love. Uh, God damn it, Alan. You, okay, <laughs> have you not seen this commercial where it's a Geico commercial? A family's going on vacation, uh, and they turn around. The, the TSA agent says, uh, have a good trip or have a safe flight or something. Have a nice flight. And he says, you too. And then the agent makes a big stink about why would you say you too? I'm sorry. The, Geico took a Jim Gaffigan bit. No, a um, Brian, uh, Brian Regan bit. You uh-huh. know, his whole, he had a special called you too. Because it was about his closer, about he go you too, oh, and all the dumb ways where you say you too as a response to people, right? Right, where you don't expect you expect them to say a certain thing, or like, you're have just a nice being absent-minded, you you... and you're afraid that if you're going to come across being absent-minded, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. No, I just watched it. Yes, I have seen the commercial. I remember. Okay, it's, I, it's that first. So at the end of that commercial, mm-hmm. another guy says, "I don't even want to go on vacation anymore." And he looks different than the family earlier that's going on vacation. Oh. So it's a black family going on vacation. The whole interaction with the whole U2 thing is with the dad and the mom. And the dad, like, rats on the mom. He's like, she has liquid, liquids that are more than four ounces or something like that. <laughs> the security person and, is the one and, that and, says U2. And this, like, white kid with curly hair is like, I don't even want to go on vacation anymore. Is he a separate guy that's upset by them? Or is he traveling with their family as a fifth wheel? Oh, I figured he was just a separate guy who just like. Why is he got watched, his own vacation? Because he watched ruined? the he watched the interaction and it made him anxious because he. Well, could it's see it. it's unclear and it makes me not want to buy insurance from them. <laughs> I need clarification on this. Well, I mean, do, do you know what Geico stands for? 
government insurance company government, government employee, employee insurance, insurance company. company so yeah. i mean maybe that's why you don't want to buy insurance from them because governments and also, oh fuck i just remembered who i have insurance with <laughs> i joined the oh, cautious shit, policy me. i need recently. to call my insurance company oh yeah okay call your insurance company um <laughs> I, one more question yeah yeah uh you never see uh oh <laughs> what do uh you never see other tartars only steak <laughs> All right, man. You drive safe, and uh, I will um, talk to you after the big news. That was fun, man. Hey, have a great weekend. Thank you. I'll see you next week, man. All right, man. Drive safe. All right. Cheers. Cheers. When a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. What in the world is this? Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is- Podcasting.